you have a clip. We'll put that for a clip. It's just cadals. Man, that sounded good. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to Witty Banter, episode number 89. I'm one of your hosts, Chase Williams, joined by Hunter Cinderblock Dorsett. <laughs> We've got Max Plywood Scott. <laughs> That's much weaker than... <laughs> Cinder blocks. Yeah, but you got so many uses and purposes. Uh, more durable. I mean, maybe not durable. Yeah, cinder block. <laughs> Plywood. Plywood. And then finally, we've got the King Contrarium himself, Forrest Collada, making his return to Woody Banter. It's been a while. Good to have you back. It's good to be back. Welcome back to the show, man. Chase, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> thank you. You're not only making this one special with your presence, this is continuing a December of greatness for Woody Banter because we're sitting here in the Recording Conservatory of Austin. Yes. Recording... In a recording studio, not a bedroom, First as time it normally is. It's yeah. pretty great. And we've got 4K cameras sitting around us. Lining our walls. <laughs> there, there, we couldn't. there it is. Scott Stapp's coming, man. It is. <laughs> it's going to be on the show. Has to be. <laughs> and you made this all possible, man. Happy to do it. Yeah, we appreciate it. So this is going to be on video. This is going to be the first time that people are going to look at us as if we're somewhat professional. Yeah. We filmed before, but it was just like a camera in your kitchen. It was basically like a cell cell phone. I was just holding it the whole time, like... Yeah, yeah. It was it was, it was on a selfie stick. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, we definitely did the video uh, gauntlet for a little bit, but now we're we're bringing it back in full form. Have a little bit better uh, equipment to work with. So we've so probably got bad. some new fans since you've been on. And if you have, if you listen to Woody Banter and you're a new listener and you haven't done your homework, mm-hmm. you need to go check out episodes 34, 36. <laughs> 44 and 49. You found them. And I think it's 53 as well. 53? So, yeah. You were those on are, all those? Those are <laughs> yeah, the five Max. forest songs. I was. I, I just got to say, I feel like there's a little bit of tension here because I, you were on the show a lot before I was on the show. That's true. You know, you were essentially kind of like... We auditioned this, him for a while. Started. He actually yeah, turned he, down the role. You almost made it. <laughs> I was the unofficial third co-host for, yeah. for a little bit. Of Season course. three, you know? Yeah, somebody kind of came in and filled that role and then has been doing a pretty good job since you've been gone, but I'm <laughs> glad to have you back. So. <laughs> One I'm just glad there's going to be a little salt my cup. between them. That is time. your glass. In fact, I was throwing away like tons of glassware from my house, and I kept that one specifically. I was like, I can't get rid of the golden monkey, dude. There's no way. Well, thank you. Yeah, of course. One thing that hasn't changed since you've not been on the show is the beer reviews. <laughs> All right. We're still reviewing beers on this bad boy. Hunter, what do we got today? So today, we are reviewing Victory Breweries. Uh, Fest beer, an Oktoberfest amber lager. So, looking up, yeah, get, get yours. Looking up uh, their, on their website, the Fest beer has a little excerpt saying, friendship and, com- friendship and camaraderie, the two keys to any festive event. And then like a podcast. <laughs> and then there's the beer. It should be full-bodied, yet infinitely smooth, seductively malty with a kiss of the hops for balance. This is our Fest beer, painstakingly crafted from German malts, decoction brewed for full flavor, and carefully aged for depth of character. Gather with your friends for a festive moment of victory. I feel like that was a very indulgent description. Yeah. I feel like they <laughs> yeah, could have dude. backed they off a little bit. I like yeah. the gather with your friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it has a whole flower. German hops being used in it 5.6 alcohol by volume and just a couple flavor notes this is subtly sweet with a delicate malt nose so what's a nose how it smells how it's, how it's on your face oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, 
Now look, and so for us, we basically were just doing like one beer a night because we are all in separate locations. But mm-hmm. another return to form for this episode, eighty nine. We've got full on six packs in front of us. We haven't done that. I told since, you like, I have some first, like the single I know. We That's exactly it. why we brought. <laughs> it. And we're reminding you again. <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna get to like explore the full spectrum of the chugometer with this one. <laughs> me and me and Chase are donning our witty banter glasses. Okay. Yeah, things have Wait, changed for us. Nice and official, man. I can't help but notice that someone doesn't have one. <laughs> the saltiness. Someone's drinking a Guinness. It's going to build. It's going to build. <laughs> <laughs> the tension's already ramping up, man. It's here. Uh, but yeah, so we poured it up. I don't think any of us got any significant amount of head on it. Nah. Uh, it's nice and filtered. You can see right through it. It's got a nice little amber uh, oranginess. And um, it looks good. It looks like it you know, an, good. an Oktoberfest. So. It still tastes pretty good out of the Guinness Cup, but yeah, it doesn't affect the whole <laughs> the whole flavor that much. But I bet it could taste better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I wanted to do an Oktoberfest beer because they're super easy to drink, and yep. they're like all about having just good company. Very sessionable. Exactly, super sessionable. Um, this one already smells agreeable. It's malty and kind of lightly roasted. You know, um, it's almost chocolatey. Like, yeah, it's kind of it's got a little depth to it, and it's already re- like it's really easy to drink. The first few quaffs I've had went down smooth, and that's all I'm really looking for. I'm surprised we like haven't this. seen this because we did a whole Oktoberfest, and during October we did it. Yeah, and we didn't see this anywhere, but this is really good. Yeah, this is really doing it for you. Sessionable, sweet like an amber. You know, it's it's a little lower alcohol by volume. So, of course, what, how's your beer game been since not being on the show? Yeah, Man, well, are you still <laughs> venturing into the unknown? Or? I don't really drink a lot of beer. I'm a, yeah. I'm more of like a gin and tonic guy. Oh. Um, when did that change? When he started wearing <laughs> blazers. I was about right? to say that. I, was say. <laughs> I told as you, as you I, can see, he's grown up. He I told you, I'm beer. selling CDs to parents uh, <laughs> later today of an orchestra concert that their children are performing in. Well, drinking gin and tonics. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, truthfully, I don't drink a lot of beer. Um, the most adventurous I get is when I come on this show. Um, all right. I'm trying to remember what good. my favorite one is. Uh, I think we all hated Scrimshaw, did we not? We did the Scrimshaw <laughs> together. You were also there for the Rauch beer. I remember. Yeah, I oh, liked. Oh wow, the we bacon said that beer. word a lot. Oh, bacon beer. Yeah, Dude. who hated it? Was it Hunter? It was me. You were fully triggered by the Which bacon. Which is crazy. Beer. Like, triggered. I totally, <laughs> I totally love bacon <laughs> and beer, and this, that was just not doing it for me. Because I remember describing it, it was like a Bud Light with just a thick layer of bacon <laughs> on bacon top. Bacon fat. How it felt. In my mouth. <laughs> that sounds horrible. Yeah, it is. Bacon, bacon flavored Bud Light. Is that just how they pitched it on the bottle? It's just how Think it felt Bud to Light. me. But, but with bacon fat. I'm just bummed I missed the banana bread episode because uh, I had I had that in like North Carolina one time uh-huh. and it was just immaculate. Sublime. Such a controversial episode. <laughs> were, you, were you there for that one? No, but I remember you both of you guys didn't really give it too high a score. Right. Right. But then everybody was just like, yeah. "What the fuck are you talking?" About? <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of everybody like else on the planet. We don't, we're I not know. a part of the group think, man. We're not just going with yeah, the flow here. Really dr- <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the Witcher Three wasn't that good. Uh, <laughs> so, kind of stuff. Yeah, Skyfall was the best Bond movie. Like, yeah, well, yeah, that's ridiculous. Right? But yeah, well, whenever we first started like uh, thinking of how we wanted to do this show, we were just going to start taking out our own six pack. So this is the real return to form in our first like single digit episodes where we were just trying to get wasted throughout the show. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like the logical next step for you guys is to make a like microbrew 
yourself and and, and brand we'll, it. We'll see the banter brew. That'd be banter great. Brew, the yeah. top of the mountain will be. You can have to, that. The banter brew. Thank you. I'll write that one down. <laughs> <laughs> <Everyone> watching, just, <laughs> it would have never ever crossed our mind. Yeah. Yeah. I think the, the, the top of the mountain would have like a brewery come to us, be like, "What we want to make a, a beer for you guys?" Like a that would be run. pretty be cool. sick. Because yeah, be they nice. do that. They like approach people and like, "Let's make your beer," you know? Because they have there's so many different uh, like music artists that have yeah. beers right now. Yeah, Iron Maiden. What's the, the Iron sword? Maiden? The sword has their own. Wait, what's Iron Maiden's beer called? Oh, it's I don't like know the, off the top of my head. I don't know. It's like the one with like the zombie trooper, trooper guy. Oh, it's yeah. uh, Ed or whatever. Yeah, but I don't know what it's called. But it's actually really good. I actually really like the. the but then they also have uh, number of the yeast. Number of the yeast would be <laughs> awesome. <laughs> If it's not number of the yeast, <laughs> now that's I'm one gonna that they be can up to work, dude. They can have that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's on his game. They're gonna have to pay for that one. <laughs> Forrest, before we start with the news, I want to catch up with you. One, people who might not know you, we got to talk about who you are, what you do, and also just want to hear what's going on because we haven't caught up officially on the show yet. Yeah. So one, you're an, what an audio engineer. I'm an audio engineer and music producer. Yes, and okay. I'm the head recording engineer at the studio. Awesome. So, studio stud. Studio. If all things, if you're as awesome as I think you are. Mm-hmm. This episode must sound really good right now to whoever's listening to it. You're going to buff it it's up? It's going to sound real good. Give it a nice little uh, film. I'm going to do all of that. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, all those things. <laughs> a little this, a little that. That's how you record stuff, right? <laughs> yeah, it's, that's right, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then you wipe that off and, and we're done. 4K, right? <laughs> 4K and a little layer over there. So yeah, you just been up here for the past bit. I mean, I just got finished recording a record for a band called The Idol Kind. They're a pop punk group from Dallas. Yeah. Um, I've worked with their singer before um, on his previous band, uh, Chasing Lions, and this is something we've been trying to do for a while. And they, uh, I did their single and we shot a music video for it. The song was called uh, This Specific Case, uh, and it, we shot it at a roller rink, like like an old disco right. uh, here in town, it's Austin <laughs> roller rink, I think. A bunch of bright lights and like arcade games. It was a lot of fun. So that just came out. And uh, yeah, we just finished tracking their record. So. It's very pop punk, so you yeah. did a great job already. <laughs> I mean, you've made the full transition to actually working here as, a, as an audio engineer. I yeah. mean, does it feel pretty good to finally kind of arrive? Yeah, I mean, it feels great. I mean, like, I've even as a student, like, I was always really busy. You know, I, I worked with Hunter uh, as a solo artist uh, for one of my early projects. And yep. then I had his band, as you know, Casual Interference, come in. Damn right. Uh, we did some live video stuff here, which was a lot of fun. Yeah. I love the way those turned out. Good so. stuff. Blast. Yeah, me yeah. too. And uh, I, by the way, I listened to y'all's record. Uh, was it Gold? Uh, Goldmine? Goldmine. Oh, yeah. Good songs on there. I like Thanks, that. Thanks, man. <laughs> We're working on it. We're trying to get some good stuff out. So Yeah, Max, what do you do? <laughs> I've been super busy with the podcast lately. <laughs> it really keeps me going, you know. So. All right, well, let's go ahead and jump right out of the news. This is Witty Banter. <laughs> you really meant that. You had, like, the hand. Yeah, I mean, he knows people can see it. him now. He doesn't normally do that. Yeah, no, now the full range of my beeps will actually come through to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just surprised you didn't go with the... Oh, your trademark? <laughs> I don't know how to trademark beeps. Yeah, you do. I get nervous every time I feel the beeps coming. I'm like, shit. Okay, hold on. Shit. Gotta, by then, you're already late beep. on the beeps. This one's gotta be good. That's usually uh, how the magic is made, though. <laughs> All right, this first news story. This one. Okay, so some of these news stories are fun. Some of them are pertain to music because we had a music man in here. Okay. 
But normally we don't have any music related people. Music well, no, I feel the <laughs> we have a music guy to finally be able to talk about music. It's about you, you guys don't know anything about music. Yeah, for real. But you guys have never even listened to Rush. <laughs> it's a band. <laughs> don't hurt my feelings. All right, it reads, Sony just announced Project Field, a new way to play card games. And Hunter, I got this one because I think it sounds awesome. Okay, lay it on me. Sony hopes to change the way kids play card games, kids or adults, <laughs> with its newly revealed Project Field. Project Field uses a special developed Sony pad with smartphones or tablets. It's outfitted with an IC reader, sensors, LED, and Bluetooth so that the pad can easily connect with tablets and smartphones that are running the corresponding Project Field games. Players can move their cards on the Project Field pad and their movements will correspond to in-game actions. So what they're trying to create is essentially a card game, much like Magic. Please let me say, let me be able to play Magic on this thing. Or, you know, they might make up their own games, I'm not sure. But what it sounds like is you're going to put your cards on this pad Mm -hmm. and it's going to correspond to what's on the screen and little monsters are going to pop up and they're going to be like throwing their fireballs and all this. Dude. Does this sound interesting to you guys? At all. It's funny because it just sounds like it takes so many bells and whistles to play a card game. But at the same time, if I could have a digitalized magic game. Well, what do you think about. um, I'd be extremely. I mean, Gwent Gwent is going to be its own game, right? Dude, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So I'm sure this will have card tablet support. The only thing that I wonder about Gwent, though, is how do people collect their Gwent cards? Because so much of it is like. You know, what cards are in your deck and how are you going to try and make it better? So, like, how is the collection process with Gwen going? It's but all digital, man. I mean, like, <laughs> does anyone here play Hearthstone? Cloud, bro. No, I don't. You literally opened digital packs of cards <laughs> for like $5 a pop, you know? And people, <laughs> it's. It's literally like just distribution of art assets for money at this point. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. But no, I mean, it's intriguing, and it, it entirely depends on what they're going to be, what the application will be, you know? Because I only have a select few card games that I I'm just wondering like. if it's pure gimmick and if it would actually not be fun, though, you know? <laughs> I mean, Why wouldn't I see it that, too. <laughs> I feel like this opens up a whole new level of, of snobbery. Like, you know, in music, people are like, oh, yeah, I only, I only listen on vinyl. Uh-huh. You know, like, you know, so you're going to be like, hey, you guys want to play cards, and Hunter's going to bust out his giant tablet, and I'm going to be <laughs> Sitting there like with a deck in my hand, just like yeah, no. If I can't feel it, bro, like in, I it only, doesn't work. I only to play me. analog. Yeah, only play analog. Acoustic. Acoustic cards. Acoustic cards. There you go. Yeah, All right, our next news story. Congress passes Bots Act to ban ticket buying software. Using software bots to buy concert tickets will soon be illegal, thanks to a bill passed by Congress. Hmm. The Better Online Ticket Sales or BOTS Act, makes it illegal to bypass any computer security system designed to limit ticket sales to concerts, Broadway musicals, or and other public events with a capacity of more than 200 persons. Violations will be treated as unfair or deceptive acts and can be prosecuted by the FTC or the states. Senator Jerry Moran, who, who sponsored the bill, told the Associated Press that he intends to level the playing field for people buying tickets. So... When bots just come in and buy all those tickets and then put them on resale, they're making that illegal. That's awesome. That's yeah, a pretty that's, big thing, yeah, right? That's a good... So yeah, digital scalping, awesome. essentially. Yeah. They, I mean, like, that's what killed, like, LCD sound system. You guys remember that? Like, uh-uh. in, like, 2010 or something, that band was like, we're done because of the scalpers, which was kind of stupid at the time. And they, like, came back. They were at ACL this year. Like, okay. Like, yeah, we're whoops, back. We're back. we killed uh, all the scalpers. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah maybe, maybe that's what happened. Maybe James Scal- Murphy scalpers. knew that the, the bots act. He finally act. got bots the act. bill passed. Yeah. And he said, we're going to make a new album now. Yeah. I think that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's I hate having to sit there 
at like 10 a.m. with my little code, Waiting. just hitting the refresh <laughs> button. It's like there's got to be a better way. It's just not consistent, you know, because no matter what you do, you're always just like, okay, the first row's open. Refresh, 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 <laughs> and sold out. I always yeah. wonder though, because tickets when they get resold are like two hundred bucks when they sell for like forty. Mm-hmm. Why don't the band just put them on on sale for that much money? You know, two hundred. Oh, because they want they don't want to like do their fans like that. You, you know, think they, it's, yeah, yeah, it's but all goodwill. Up, you yeah, know? I mean, tell that to the bands. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, dude, I I actually um, I've never really done this before, but the other night I went to go see the band Wet at Antones with uh-huh. my girlfriend hmm. and. Uh, we didn't have tickets beforehand, and I just waited on StubHub and wa- I literally watched the price. It like was at a hundred or something. I just watched it drop up until showtime. Oh wow! And I could see how many tickets were left, and like it got to the, there was like three left, and they were like at thirty bucks or something. I was like, okay, fine, I'll, I'll finally do it. So right. that was kind of cool. I felt like I was sticking it to that scalper. Like, yeah, no one wants your tickets, man, because you're an bot. asshole. <laughs> yeah, it seems like that would be the best way to approach it. Is like, you know, if you have an inflated price, that sucks. If you bought it at that inflated price, but all the way up till showtime, they should they should reach what the actual market supply. Demand, you know, yeah, because equilibrium after, is after basically. doors, they're worthless, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like a so. timed piece of money, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, I'm excited to see that. It's good stuff. Okay, um, our next one the headline reads China will force games with loot boxes to disclose odds. <laughs> and I read this and I was like, man. All right. <laughs> to what? Why? <laughs> it says China just passed a law that might ease our collective loot box um, induced suffering a little bit. Starting in May 2017, developers will be required to disclose the probabilities underlying infernal mystery cubes in games like Overwatch, Counter-Strike, and Hearthstone. Um, here are the stipulations as translated by NeoGaft. Um, online game publishers shall promptly publicly announce information about the name, property, content, quantity, and probability of all virtual items and services that can be drawn on the official website or dedicated, um, that's a weird sentence, (laughs) probability webpage of the game, I don't know. And essentially, loot crates in uh, video games are going to have to disclose the odds of what you can get rare items at in China. The thing is, I think that's awesome. Yeah, that's actually really. really? I love cool. that. I think there's another name for that. It's uh, taking the fun out of it, <laughs> or it's <laughs> no, it's guarding the consumer from like extremely predatory gambling. That's such a common and like like consistent thing in the gaming industry. I've noticed now. Even with uh, they have a system like that in Gears of War three too, as well, where you're kind of buying. You're not buying things anymore you're not buying like a piece of armor anymore you're buying a box that could have that armor gears in three or the new one oh, or the newest i'm sorry four. i wasn't yeah. understanding what you are saying so i so am yes. getting it now this is micro yes. tra- micro mystery box. yeah it's like micro transactions that are based you get purely a bunch of acorns selling boxes of loot oh. which could be anything okay so you are paying real money for this you pay yeah. real money okay, okay. Or, you, or you pay virtual yeah. currency that you bought with real money okay and i mean it's it's and like you said it's permeated like the gaming industry at large, especially the, like even in AAA ones now. And because what you do is with that $60 purchase, you only get that $60 once. But if you put a mechanism in your game where people can literally spend indefinitely, they will. You will find those people that will they do it. They make it super sneaky. They, they don't put you through the gauntlet and say, hey, do you want to make sure you're actually paying this out of your wallet? It's just like... Yeah, hey, you do you want to use your fun box? Take a dollar. Yeah. We've got fun so many some fun, fun bunnies. Our fun, fun box is, shit, is worth shit, but <laughs> maybe you'll get a happy ball. I mean, dude, I played Destiny. I remember what it felt like to like <laughs> that loot grind and stuff. I mean, but. imagine every time you open an Ingram, you bought that thing. You know, 
God. <laughs> that's that's like that's what a lot of these games do. And so yeah, I think disclosing the odds is is awesome. And I honestly think it's gonna curb a lot of poor practice, you know, because even in the game that I worked on, we had um, things that would randomly drop, and I thought that a lot of the drop rates were just, like, heinous. Yeah. You know, and it's like, and these people, they, like, email in, they're like, I've been, I've been playing for this long, I haven't gotten anything, and it's like, fuck, I'm so sorry, <laughs> dude. Like, yeah. I think, yeah, I totally agree with you that if you're paying real money, I want to have some sort of, like, legitimate understanding of what I'm actually paying for. Yeah, to be able to see the contract, see the but paper. But I had the same sort of reaction as you, because I didn't know that we were necessarily referring to, like, paying real money. Uh-huh. So I thought it was maybe just, like, in-game, like, yeah, like you find a treasure cash chest. that you had or something. <laughs> yeah, and you find a treasure chest, and it's like, there's a 1 in 58 pro- that chance. That you might get bombed. That you're going to get arrows. the great sun armor within <laughs> The Witcher 3. Uh, and that's I a real thing. That. Isn't, that's a real thing, isn't it? It is. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And I just it got out. it out of my loot crate. It's off the <laughs> islands of Skellige. Um, but I yeah, no, know what like, that is, sadly. Because <laughs> um, if it was just in-game stuff like that, then I wouldn't want it. You yeah. Know, I just want to. I just would want to explore around and see what I could find without knowing. So. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, both ways. Um, that being said, I would never spend additional real money on any kind of loot crate ever. So. I don't know. You say that. But there's... I don't know. Uh, do you, have you ever gotten, like... What's the last game that's got its hooks into you? Um, Fallout 4. Yeah. Which wasn't even that great, honestly. Like, the game was... I think what Chase I, would beg to differ. Yeah, Chase Fallout is 4? into it. I, I, well, I just started playing it. I don't think it's the greatest game ever. It's, it's, it's not as good as the previous installments, story-wise. It's, the mechanics are good, but... Well, I'll enjoy if you're it. not playing Bethesda games for anything, it might as well be story, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I was just also going to mention real quick the whole way that like loot crates and stuff function online is how like collectible card games function in real life. You know, like when you have a pack of cards, magic cards essentially, and you know that every single one of them comes with like a rare, but you don't know what it's going to be. Yeah. Um, these thing, these practices like exist and have existed for a while, and I wonder if there's going to be any sort of like full circle nature. Because those mechanics are the same, yeah. you know, yeah. where it retro- retroactively comes to, like, physical stuff. and Yeah, it would be nice to see. I mean, but part of the excitement of, like, uh, of opening a pack of cards is knowing that there might not be a holographic one in there. You know what I mean? That's exciting? Well, yeah, I mean, but... Well, yeah. that there uh, might be. Yeah, it's well, not that yeah, there might not be. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? It's the, ch- the chance <laughs> that, that it's not, not there. There might not be anything good in my pack. I, I was right. It might be charcoal. Yes. I just mean, like, it, the fact that it, there might not be anything special in that particular one is what makes it so special when there yeah. is. So. But do you think you'd be as apt to buy one if, like, on the packaging it was like, you have a 0.1% chance of actually getting something you want? I don't know, man. I don't buy Pokemon yeah, cards. I'm actually really cool. I don't know. <laughs> Thank you. Like, so, like, in, in okay, let's let's take magic for example, right? While you have like a a, a certain percentage, I think it's pretty well known what you're going to get when you open up a package. Mm-hmm. You're going to get like a certain type of card, this type of card, this type of card, and all these random ones. Yep. Um, and that's good because I like knowing those percentages. Yeah. At the same time, I don't think that that usually like influences whether or not I'm going to buy the package. Mm-hmm. Like that much. Sometimes there's, I just buy packages because I'm just like, eh, that'd be fun. Let's buy some packages. There's still a it. lot to the thrill of just opening it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's fun just, uh, just to get into it. But yeah, it's cool, or not cool. I mean, it's it's interesting, interesting to see that China is the one leading the charge on this. I mean, their whole gaming um, market is based on free-to-play, so I guess it makes sense that they would be kind of looking at this stuff first, and I wonder if it's going to end up like coming back over. I know Europe actually has much uh, more stringent laws on 
virtual currencies and opening up stuff like this. And we, and we really don't like in America, they're like, Hey, if it's making money, like do it, you know? Wow. <laughs> yeah. that's, a, that's the American model. Right? Yeah. If it's making money, do rip. it. Right? Do you feel like Americans are like, uh, especially susceptible to this sort of like getting taken advantage of for I don't know crappy loot boxes? I don't know if it's Americans in particular, but I think it's just people who are susceptible to either addictive behavior or even gambling, you know, yeah, which is, all around the globe. I guess. Yeah. yeah. And, and the thing is, is like even that South Park episode that talks about free to play, like they mm-hmm. really show what the worst of it actually is. Dude, they nail it. If y'all haven't yeah. seen that, I have not. Dude. I have not seen that one actually. They just like, they do like a storyboard. They just show you how addictive gaming works and like, yeah, it's pretty amazing. You should go check it out, South Park. Yeah, it's funny. It's my life. I'd All love right. to just, I'd love to say, I'd love to watch the two of you open a pack of magic cards. I'd love to film Dude, I that. opened a 70, $72 dollar film card. Like, <laughs> they have, like, videos of this guy who will, like, Unboxing. open up his stuff. And, He's like, wearing, like, gloves and shit, yeah. dude. <laughs> He's, like, nice. very delicate. He got, like, a Black Lotus one time, which is, like, the most rare card. He's Certainly. just like, yeah, that's the 10-minute long video. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry this one's going a little bit long, but obviously. You obviously understand. Yeah, you get it. Uh, all right, the last thing I want to talk about, and this is less of a news story and more... Um, just some information that came from Amazon's website specifically. Have you, did you guys hear about Amazon Go that they recently unveiled? No. All right. Mm-hmm. You did? The store, like a, right? Where you walk in and like walk out? Thing. Amazon Go. I'm gonna, this is off of their website. This is how they're describing it. Amazon Go is a new kind of store with no checkout required. We created the world's most advanced shopping technology so you never have to wait in line. With our just walkout shopping experience, simply use the Amazon Go app to enter the store, take the products you want, and go. No lines, no checkout. And so then it says, how does it work? Our checkout-free shopping experience is made possible by the same types of technologies used in self-driving cars, computer vision, sensor fusion, and deep learning. Our Just Walkout technology automatically detects when products are taken from or returned to the shelves and keep track of them in a virtual cart. When you're done shopping, you can just leave the store. Shortly after, we'll charge your Amazon account and send you a receipt. So they had like a proof of concept video. I think I saw this commercial, like a bunch of people just... Shoplifting is what it was. (laughs) Orchestrated shoplifting. Where were they? (laughs) I wanted to hear what your guys' general reaction was to them putting this out and them trying this concept because it, if it takes off, will it maybe like forge a new shopping experience? Are they leading the charge here, or is it a gimmick that's just going to fizzle out? Well, I mean, it seems like a gimmick, and I feel like there's got to be a way to exploit it in some way. When I hear it, like it doesn't sound as perfect as they make it seem mm-hmm. but if it is that perfect i mean that would be fucking dope i'll tell i think i know how it works because i did a i did a uh, like a project on this in school um and it's rfid technology they just have like radio frequencies that are sent and so like once you take it from a place it'll like send like a signal and then it'll register it that way so it has nothing to do like basically a barcode but once you move it and get it across a certain plane, then it, you know, it sends a signal. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you, most people already are paying for stuff mostly digitally anyway. So you just put in your card or your phone or whatever, wherever you're paying from. I mean, in the video, he doesn't take anything even out of his pocket. It's like yeah, you like walk in through can, some, yeah, yeah. yeah, you walk in through the sensors, you, like, grab stuff, and you leave. And that's I it. think it's totally possible. I think that's what, like, the like future shopping will look like. I mean, so, you know. it's like self-checkout without actually having to do it, basically. Yeah, you don't have right. to be in But without the checkout aspect. Yeah. <laughs> it's just self-walkout. <laughs> self <walk-out>. It's <laughs> condoned shoplifting where you pay for it later. Yeah. Right? Like, I mean, some, something pays for it later. You bill right. for it. Yeah. I mean, I'm still waiting for a drone to deliver 
deliver my package. That hasn't happened yet. And we've that was talk- just a huge marketing stunt for yeah. Cyber Monday. <laughs> that never happened. But uh, I mean, something like this, as long as it works, it's cool. But like, what about buying alcohol or any other, you know, adult 18 and up thing? Like, yeah, yeah. that's true. So what in this, in this Eye first scanners, yeah, like just taking a bottle of vodka, like <laughs> you it's Amazon go. Like, yeah. No, wait, wait, <laughs> you're Amazon going to jail. <laughs> um, <laughs> It says here the first store is going to offer um, ready-to-eat breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snack options made fresh every day um, by on-site chefs and local kitchens and bakeries. They're going to have a selection of groceries, like grocery essentials. Um, so the first store is more of like a grocery and food store, which I thought was super – like it's not what I expected Amazon would be starting off with. But yeah. that's the choice that they are indeed kicking the concept off with. And I – I don't. I don't. I wonder why that is. You well, know? why would you not expect? You that wouldn't start with Tiffany's, store? you know. Well, yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> it's like a self checkout Tiffany. <laughs> you pick your diamond. Yeah, pick you them out. The glass, yeah, you reach in. Yeah, your you're favorite gone. one. Yeah, make sure to scan them yeah. through the scanner on your way out. The way they it's want funny. To I had that idea a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, what the hell, man? I think it's totally interesting, though. You know, I mean, um, because we're gonna see Amazon. Providing food to people, and, well, yeah, you know, so and, and it's like, are they going to go like a Whole Foods route? Is that are they going to team up with people? And that's what I wonder. I mean, so Max, you think it's kind of obvious that they would start with food? Yeah, of course. Like, what would you expect them to do first? I don't know, just like general consumer goods. Like, they probably have data on what the majority of people buy on like an actual daily or weekly basis food. through through their. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 humans need, need so. literally, literally every day. Especially Americans. I guess yeah. with me, I was just thinking about all of the complications with like having having onsite chefs, having food prep, having food storage, like all the stuff that comes with that. And I feel like that's an extra. That's not their wheelhouse. And yeah, that's like yeah, a, yeah. No, that's why I think it's interesting because yeah. it's not. Well, with the restaurant business, you know, like there's no barcode. You know, when you go to a grocery store, you know that that box of pop tarts has a code that could be scanned by this thing. But like, if you go to a restaurant and order, you know. A burrito. Mm-hmm. Someone has to like say, "Hey, this bur- this item exists." Right. You, you know what I mean? So like, I, how do you automate that? Right. I mean, I guess they're just, and that's the thing is, if it's going to be self, uh, it's going to be made in house and just like wrapped up in cellophane and then put on a on a shelf, and they're claiming that they can track that whether it's picked up, put down, taken out, or yeah. what. The like, hell's in that burrito? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we put a, a small microchip <laughs> just to make sure. Well, no, on the wrapper, you have a little uh, RFID tag. Yeah, but, like, you don't wrap fine dining, you know? Like, if I go get a steak. Well, this isn't fine dining. Well, it's like to okay, go but it should be so, chocolate so, tiramisu. So here we are again with the possibility for snobbery. Yes. Uh, I only buy analog steaks, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, I don't know. I think it's just interesting because like, there's so many different ways they could go about it. I mean, they could be trying to do like a whole localization effort. They could be trying to do like a Whole Foods team up. Uh huh. Um, you know, I, I I just think it's. It's definitely, like, not their wheelhouse, and I think it's always interesting to, to watch these big companies, like watching Apple trying to do the car and floundering and failing. Right. Uh, fail? But this is so much more... They, they, you haven't been listening? the project, yeah. <laughs> this is so much more <laughs> capable, good. though. They're, they're, Amazon is fully capable of, of making a market, like a basically a supermarket. Uh-huh. You know, I think that's totally within their ability. It's just like, what happens if I go... Because, like, okay, there's got to be a barcode right on this beer bottle for it to know that I'm going to leave. Yes. Right? So I go in there and I just like scratch this off <laughs> or I like take this label and put that right there. Well, that's just the new shoplifting. But then there's like, I just feel like it's going to be easily exploited and like end up being 
like somebody know. who's like a magician in sleight of hand. Just yeah. like, you know, just take it and go. And you're like, how would they? Like, I mean, there's definitely going to be problems, I think. I think there's just going to be problems when they first do it, but it would be awesome if it got perfected. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I don't ever want to have to wait in line again. I'm not do a masochist. They have, do they have any sort of uh, like like how they're going to try and launch it? Like where you can, where they're expecting to be located? And the first one is going to be in Seattle, Washington, and it's going to be open early in 2017 and they have like empl- they're, they're starting to hire employees hmm. and stuff like that already people are people are gonna walk up and try and pay for their shit and they're like no you, you just go like, like <laughs> right. what like, you just <laughs> go like dude i had apple pay like accidentally trigger the for the first time the other day and i was like what the hell just happened like what? i paid for like i paid for a p code with apple pay on accident oh shit wow it was cool yeah but i like i think people are probably going to be like overly excited about the fact they don't have to check out and they're just going to be like <laughs> right yeah, you know, like, you? when you're like walking through the counter they're high-fiving they're like, each other as no, they come out of the store cool. like you don't need to acknowledge me <laughs> yeah. the store's been open for like three years man i'm just trying to get home i like checking Thanksgiving, out I wanna... I, what the she, hell she, what? No, 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 no. she's gonna kill me for saying this psychopath. but I, I met my girlfriend checking out at target really she oh, was the checkout girl you're looking to meet your next girlfriend at another target or another checkout yeah think of how many lost connections we're gonna have with this amazon go out of I'm just saying, like, what, at what point do we not have to interact with anybody anymore? Uh, hopefully very soon. <laughs> some, some of the uh, criticism that I saw when this was immediately announced were people who were like, that's just great. Take away... <laughs> <laughs> I like where this is going already. Yeah. It's great. It was like, take away uh, jobs that people need. You know, people need to get a wage checking groceries out, and now you're taking that out. And I understand the sentiment, but... If we are moving towards like out of like sorry, yeah, yeah. I mean, how do you how do you guys feel about that? The fact that if things are as convenient as we want them, then yeah, we don't have to deal with people because it's a it wastes time. Yeah. Honestly, like that's kind of it's extra steps. You're sitting there in a line. If we can get rid of that, we also have to get rid of the person who's yeah. Well, welcome to capitalism. I was gonna say it's troublesome, but it's also modernization of the world. Yeah, you know? yeah, but at the same time, like. Beyond just like in an occupational space, I mean, the market is where you like you go and meet people at the grocery store and you like run into people and like I guess you still See, can. This is what I need. This is why rose-tinted glasses are coming out. You still man. can, but the rose-tinted glasses. <laughs> the nostalgia. Looking of the back, remember all those yeah. awesome times we spent <laughs> waiting in line, <laughs> huffing and guffing. You want to Albertsons? Know. You were, yeah, Albertsons. You we were late, you know, getting. You didn't know what cereal that. you wanted. I didn't know what. Milk I wanted. Yeah, we got home. We it was parts. expired. You had to return it, it to was a cute. person. You guys watch Black Mirror? <laughs> no. You seem like you'd love Black Mirror, but you don't even watch the TV adaptation of your favorite book. So I don't know what to expect from you. Dude, I like just don't straight up watch TV anymore. Okay, well, yeah. you, I he mean, only watches analog movies. Which is <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's called real life, man. There's this. There's this one episode of Black Mirror. Um, it's an anthology thing where every episode's oh, yeah, different yeah. cast. I heard that that shit's good. Dude. Yeah, no, it's, I think it's, that's like next. Oh, on my it's, list. it's a trigger fest, but it's great. Uh, but anyway, there's this trigger one episode where like they t- they drill trigger into your brain and they take like par- they take like some of your cells out and then they put it in this little device. And it's like a, a clone of you that lives in the computer, uh-huh. and it runs all of your errands because it knows what you like. So it knows how you like your toast. So it, you know, it cooks your toast for you, and it orders your all your stuff. But uh, in the this episode, it 
doesn't like that it has to be, it wants to be the real one. It's like, no, but right. I want to eat the toast. And John Hamm's just like, fuck you. Yeah, I love toast. And that's <laughs> too bad. It's John mostly about Hamm. toast and the problems that we have as a society <laughs> with toast. Get the toast. I just feel like that would be really hard because, like, I don't think that I know exactly how I like toast, you know? <laughs> you, every I put my cells in a computer and it yeah, would but just now freak you would have the to fuck out. It. <laughs> it was trying to make me toast. <laughs> Fucking break it. Wait, I like it that way? Hold on. Are you real, are yeah, really? yeah, what if you find out like that you like something a certain way and you kind of wish you didn't like it that way? Yeah, It'd be an interesting. Uh, I wish you know, that's I a like part of the so new much. frontier of the future, man. Right there, you just you know, with Amazon Go, that shouldn't be a problem. <laughs> There's got to be a great slogan there, like Amazon Go, like giving it to you your way, whether you like it or not. He's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, oh god, what's the safety word? <laughs> Whiskey. Yeah, I just think that Amazon. <laughs> Is kind of leading uh, the change in how we consume and like just the whole consumer experience, like or from top to bottom, and to watch them continue to spearhead that process. Because you know, you you kind of said yourself, like if you think this is going to be the way of the future, then they are the first ones to kind of realize it. You know? Yeah, and I, you know, I think I think regular store front fronts are definitely like getting their wheels turning and how they can uh, do the RFID technology as well. Um, but to go ahead and, and just do your own venture that's completely separate from that and, you know, it's it's a fresh thing that nobody's seen and um, it's, it's it's another person in the marketplace where they're they're providing something that's, that's interesting and new, so. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all the news that we've got. Let's bop on over to halftime. We'll be right back. If you want to follow the show once the mics have turned off, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Witty Banter Show. Also, like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Witty Banter Podcast and help the show get discovered by leaving a review on iTunes. And finally, steer the conversation by sending a question to wittybantershow at gmail.com or suggest a beer for us to review by going to our website, wittybantershow.com. That's enough plugs. Let's get back to the show. We are back after the halftime, and it's time to talk more about this beer. Forrest, I'm going to give you a little bit of uh, some backstory the last 24 hours. We've been drinking quite a bit. (laughs) (laughs) This guy's birthday. I've been here. Celebrating my birthday. Just turned 25 up in this movie. Yeah. And it's been an alcohol-soaked celebration. (laughs) And then we woke up way earlier than we needed. And Went came. to bed way later than we needed to. Yeah, yeah exactly. I think yeah, that's my bad, by the way. This was the only time we had. No, this works, dude. It's <laughs> just, totally fine. By the way, you know, we started recording at like, what, 10 a.m.? Usually, what your banter is being recorded at like 10 p.m. So <laughs> yeah. it's a little bit different. We yeah. usually do like late morning, early afternoon shows, I think. Yeah. When I'm, whenever I'm around. Exactly. Season three. I mean, it's been a while since then. But. <laughs> hey, hey, by the way, it's been a while. <laughs> so we're, we're like live recording hair of the dog moment kind of stuff where we haven't eaten. We just woke up. I haven't eaten either. Yeah, and we're taking down a Six pack, man. I didn't eat <laughs> breakfast, dude. I'm on number three. We came straight yeah. here. I think it's funny that we were talking about that we we're here so early, and then you mentioned that we started at 10 a.m. So it's just like, <laughs> obviously, you know what kind of people we are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we had to wake up at the crack of 10. People hear this, like, put it down. <laughs> Mad. Well, my roommate Scott's still asleep, so. Well, yeah. That's all well, there you matters. go. What's up, Scott? All right, well, we got to go ahead and uh, add a little more to how we're feeling about this beer. All I can really say is I've been very focused on the chugometer aspects of it. Yes, of course. Because I came in here and I was like, we've got a full 
uh, breadth of bottles to yeah. go through. So I'm gonna I'm gonna really lay into that. I can't really tell you much more about the notes and the flavors. What I can tell you is that this beer is super drinkable. Yeah, and it's not like thin and like gross. Like it's not so thin and watery that it's off putting. But when I'm drinking it. It gives me a little bit of flavor, but it's just, yeah, however much you want this time, dude, take it, you know, yeah. go for it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, no, it is. It's incredibly sessionable. You know right, guys? Yeah. Like, right? <laughs> in fact, to counter, you know, I don't think it's thin at all. I think it's it has, like, a smoothness. It's a little thicker than I would have expected. That being said, it doesn't take away from its drinkability. Um, it's got, you know, a real malty character, and... I like it, man. Like, I think this is, like, one of the better <laughs> Oktoberfest beers that we had. And it yeah. bums me out that we didn't review this on Oktoberfest. This is the most objective I've ever seen you be about one of these. Usually, like, you're just like, oh, I just can't. <laughs> I just well, can't. Just, like, I think I'm I just thinking about the know It's like, like Randy from American Idol, like, nah, dog. <laughs> I can't do it, dog. You never, every time I've been on, you, your ratings have been like, like, B minus at best for the no, beer. No, dude. But like, I <laughs> you think. You always mess this up for us. No. Because I am the one that, on average, Rates higher than Chase. I don't know. Your reputation seems to be a little bit different. I've done all the stats. I would love I've to see somebody go there. <laughs> I've done all the fucking work. I've got graphs, dude. Okay. Graphs and charts and pivot Grand tables. scheme of things, I've only been here a handful of times. Uh, yes. You know? Season, all right. Season three, you my presence limited, was like, yes. you know, people came to expect it. But, yeah. you know, I guess season three was a dark time. I don't know. Maybe you had, <laughs> so maybe you had some stuff going down, down and you were like, fuck this beer. Yeah, Every maybe. time. Maybe. I was, uh, I was a little on the, uh, on the lower end of the happy scale. How are you now? I'm great. Yeah, Good. you better. I mean, I'm, what's I'm the deal? I'm back. He's back <laughs> in full force. <laughs> um, Forrest, how do you feel about this beer, man? I mean, you know me. I don't have a lot of insightful things to say about beer. Yeah. But I always it liked, tastes like a gin and tonic. But I liked yeah. what you had to say about beer because of that. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of agree with you. It's easy to drink. Um, I'm surprised at like how I'm feeling right now off of it. it could be because I haven't eaten anything. Yeah. But what was the I'm alcohol content? Five point six well. alcohol by volume. It's very low. That's low. Yeah. I don't. I, I don't think it's like medium. Medium. Middle like low. Reference? I'm sorry. It's very okay. normal. Reference. The the highest alcohol beers I've ever had have been like eleven. Okay. Twelve percent. So it's middle of the road. Bud Light's like four percent. Okay. So it's a little above, about a percent and a half above. But yeah, it's it's lower alcohol than the normal one that we do on this show, which is about seven, eight, nine. Okay. Yeah. Right. I guess if I had to summarize this beer, it's like it, it tastes like an Oktoberfest without being too heavy. I, I tend to think of Oktoberfest as being like thick. For really? some, I mean, I don't See, know. I'm the same way. And then Hugh and Phil like filled me in that it was like a lot more about easily drinkable beers. But I, I think, think like, I don't imagine think like an Oktoberfest yeah, celebration, like a either. German like get your hot dog. Yeah, and your this feels you know, yeah, this feels thin, thin, like, like drown. Yeah, Cummins gets your thick beer. You know, that's what I expect from it. But this is just you know kind of thin, but like it goes down easy, and I like the. Malty is the good way to say right. it. it. Like, because I said chocolate earlier, that's kind of how it feels. Yeah, to me. that's like, yeah, that's in the same spectrum. It's really, yeah. all I have to say about it. Because, yeah, like when you're talking about how it's usually thin beers, and I think in America, I assume, like, oh, a thin beer is like a lager, a really, right. really, really light lager. Right. But I mm -hmm. think that or, that yeah, means in, you know, maybe other countries or Europe, that like an amber can be a very drinkable beer or something like that. Yeah. So Other countries cat. or Europe. <laughs> or, you know. <laughs> That's a continent. <laughs> that is a continent. Oh, so. But, like, do you, do you, is that how you group things in your mind? Like Other countries or that fuck land of Europe. <laughs> <laughs> that I do not respect. Dude, <laughs> I'm kind of wondering. 
Do you uh-huh. think that they have? Because I know that there's not a huge populace here. Do you think they have like Antarctican beers? No. What do you no, mean? Why would they have Antarctican beer? No, why not? Do you think the penguins because are brewing? Because it can be brewed cold as the mountains. They want the mountains hot would always shit be there, You know, they want they want. They're probably drinking coffee and nothing else in Antarctica. Hot chocolate, vodka, yeah. maybe a little marshmallow. Gin and tonics. Whatever. Gin and tonics. I'm sorry. Cool okay. Is, do you have a problem with the <laughs> G&Ts? <laughs> no, sir. Do you want to know why? No, it's the salt. I haven't grown up it's yet. It's that so saltiness has been building. Do you want to know why I drink gin and tonic? Why? Okay. Br- I'll, lay it on us. I'll make it quick. So my roommate, Ricky Causey, who okay. we all went to high school with, his yeah. family has seasonal drinks. Uh, spring and summer, it's G&T, gin and tonic. Okay. And oh, fall. thank you for clarifying. <laughs> G&T. He's been saying that. A lot that actually means gin and tonic. It's fucking fall and winter. It's seven and sevens. Uh, you know, seven up and seven. Yeah. Okay, Seagram okay. Oh, we're kind of cool. Okay. We're kind of cool. Right. So I, I used, saw that in a movie. I'm I used to sure. hate gin because I'd only ever had Bombay, which is foul. Yeah. And yeah. then, you know, I drank Tangeray and was like, okay. Tangeray's good. Tangeray's the shit. Yeah, it's Hendrix the, man. Uh, if I'm feeling really saucy, but usually it's Tangeray. Yeah. Tangeray's like the. Like you love that just blast in your face juniper flavor. Yeah, like, I love. Yeah. Oh, I love juniper berries, bro. Yeah, dude, I'm all mm. about those lilac and lilac <laughs> and gooseberries. <laughs> anyway, they switch seasonally. I I just stick with the gin all year, but I feel like an honorary cosy when I drink it. So all right, man. Yeah. Um, Hunter, we wanted to bring back a little segment that was you know we got we bring back this this guy as kind of a throwback. It's a nostalgic episode. Yeah, we got to reach into the nostalgia bag. Feeling so we, all kinds of season three up in here. Oh yeah. Well, this is going to be like season one or two stuff because yeah, we're diving deep into the bag and we're bringing out a conversation peach, which yeah. we haven't done in a while. Conversation what? Conversation peach. Peel it. Oh, I didn't you know, mishear it's, that. It's great. no, no. It's a peach. Okay. It's, it's yeah. a nice and it's little delicious, peachy, so get ready. Fuzzy, but tasty. Uh, so, Conversation Peach is basically just, yeah, it's just something that we dive into, very short, but I've been thinking about this lately, and I, I just want to see y'all's opinions on it, because I feel like it is like this social norm, an obligatory norm, that I feel, that I haven't come to a firm conclusion about, and it's about when people sneeze, and you have to say bless you. Uh-huh. <laughs> you, don't, okay. you don't have what to. What do y'all really think about that? Like, <laughs> do you think that that's still needed in society today? Or do you think that it's like outdated and obsolete? Like, it's based off of the plague, obviously. People, like, when they were, like, sneezing, they were like, oh, my God. Like, God bless you. <laughs> I hope you don't die. actually die. You know, like, yeah. it, you know, I'm just wondering, like, do you have, like, a, I like it when people tell me, Bless you, you know, when I sneeze. Do you like being acknowledged in your sneezes, or do you like, feel like an a-hole when no, you don't, don't say? If it's really violent, you? maybe, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. No, this is, what this brings up is, is a tradition in culture. Yeah. Right? Of courtesy. Yes. It's a tradition, tradition of courtesy that's taught to everyone. Okay. So if you deny this, this tradition, then you might be trying to say that you're, like, moving forward. It's not, you don't need it. Like right? not standing we don't need for the it pledge. Anymore. But yeah. as you make, as you make decisions like that, you enter a more, less romantic society. Like and a more sterile robotic, society. Yeah. Yeah. Like stricter society. Right. Like mm-hmm. where does it end? Exactly. Right. So then there's a million things that you can just start carving off the fucking ham of life. Like paying for shit at the store. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pay, interacting with anybody ever. <laughs> you might as well cut all that out. Right. Cause we don't need it anymore. <laughs> Amazon will bless you. Yeah. yeah. So that being said. You have been blessed. That being said, of course, I always say bless you because it's a courtesy thing. And I want you to know, like, hey. But then there I are other you. things to consider, like people that sneeze multiple times. 
Okay, yeah. No, the, the, if you've said it once and they sneeze again, you don't have to be like, bless you. But what if bless it's like you? a ramping up? Because uh, apparently the magnitude plays into this, right? If you get a real big sneeze, God then bless you're like, wow, yeah. bless you. Bless you, know? you. People <laughs> acknowledge yeah, you get a big sneeze. You. So what if you go like, achoo, and they're like, bless, bless you. you. And, and then, then that bigger one comes. <laughs> you know, Too fucking bad. You already one, got your. You don't get another bless you? No. I don't know. No. I think that can reset the stakes. <laughs> you know? Because you want to wait it out. And if you if you fucking sneeze and I get you with a bless you and then you just start going for some more sneezes, I'm going to chill. Because <laughs> yeah, you might have some I'm more sneezes. Okay. Yeah. Well, all right, wait till the end okay? of this platter. But when you're done. God bless you. <laughs> but, all right, but in the ideal situation, you would have you would have waited. The, you would not have given. Yeah, the first an one. ideal situation, so, I wouldn't have given the first one. That was an accident. Yeah. That so then, a, what happened? But then the risk there is that I sneeze and I'm like, huh, "Bless you, Forrest," and you know, because no one said it because they were waiting for the last one. Right. I don't and think then, I would give that much lag time. See, that's I'm gonna cut thing. you off before I see you start looking around like a fucking dickhead. <laughs> And I'm going to say, bless you, Forrest. <laughs> well, so the, other thing, the other thing is, <laughs> too, like, like, okay, so a, a big thing that brought this up was, like, I was working, we were doing busy season, so I was working, like, pretty long hours with the same group of people in just one room. And, you know, this happens fairly regularly where people sneeze. And, um, <laughs> we work in a dust it, factory. <laughs> like, like, I'll be <laughs> in the zone. Like, I'll be, like, working, and somebody sneezes, and then, like, Everybody in the room says bless you right away. And then I'm like, am I going to be the guy, be the one guy that, doesn't, that say it? doesn't say it? Or am I going to be the guy that, like, obliges so himself about to be like, well, he's not and much God bless player. you? <laughs> you know, like, like, courteous at the end of it, do I make myself say it? Because it makes me feel like a big a-hole if I don't say it. Like, I don't care about your well-being. It's not that you're you not know? saying, it's not that not saying God bless you makes you feel like an a-hole. It's just not doing what everyone else around you did. No, I think it's that you're saying, like, I don't really care. No, you aren't, because it's like somebody holding the door open for somebody and you running over to also hold the door open for somebody. Somebody already covered the courtesy. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, but, a good but one. still, like, <laughs> I just feel Wrap bad if I don't do it. Like, that is the end-all, be-all, is if I don't say it, I feel bad about it. The, the, I, I mean, yeah, like like you said, it's almost like if you do it too much, it's the, the equivalent of holding the door when they're still getting out of their fucking car. Or there's a huge <laughs> line of people, and you're like, mm, <laughs> Like, take the next one, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, to the fact that you've thought about this so much, you must <laughs> you must have the most boring job on the planet. Man. You're an I'm accountant, I'm an auditor, right? dude. I, yeah. I move, the busy I copy season's paste. over. And I, I copy pairs. I do V lookups, and it's and you, really you good at Excel. is a blesser. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm but sorry. Yeah, yeah, I just didn't know if if it had some something that trifled y'all right. in the way that it trifled me because it did for a bit. But yeah. yeah. Well, it's time to. Achoo! <laughs> Clever. You get Bless none. you, Forrest. You get, <laughs> you get none from me. You not for me enough lag time. <laughs> I didn't know how many sneezes were coming. <laughs> Max is gonna be that guy that will wake like. A minute and a half later, I'll look like, at oh, you. Oh, and by the way, bless you. It's time to go into the segment. It's metal or magic. <laughs> We're bringing it back, man. It's been a while. We've been waiting for this one. This, I, one's, this one's officially kicking off, sort of like the tournament structure of who's going to win you the guys, metal or magic helmet. We have been really like purposefully keeping distances between each episode or each, you know, we usage. We don't want to overdo metal metal. Metal. I get it. You don't want to oversaturate the, the market, but I've been anxiously awaiting an opportunity to do this. And just so you're, you're new to the show, you haven't been listening. You, you were on a while ago. Uh, a lot of things are You're changed. the old guard. Yeah, you know. Um, 
A lot of traditions have changed since. Uh, I only have, listen to analog witty banter. Yes, so. <laughs> way back in the day. Uh, this is a newer game that we put in. And just for you, as well as for the viewers, um, mm-hmm. what Meddler Magic is, is essentially, I'm going to go down a list. And on this list is either a lyric from a powerful metal song, uh, usually fantasy-inspired, of course, or good, some, good. some you know, awesome metal lyric. Moon or kinda. it's going to be the flavor text from the bottom of a... Magic card, which is essentially has nothing to do with like the card and how it works in the game. It's purely just lore, lore, yeah. lore aspects of it. You know, just a little extra bit. You know? <laughs> I've properly mixed pepper. up a big list. Uh, I think I'm going to go through. I'll give you guys five, and if you guys are tied, I have a few more right. after that to Tie keep it going. Up, right? So the question is, Max, who's going first? Well, who's the? Who's well, hold on. We still have lifelines, right? Yes, I'm sorry. We also have a lifeline, which means in that lifeline, I will give you either the name of the card. Or the name of the song, which <laughs> you would think would help you. Sometimes it it'll help you. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes it'll it make it you worse. Astray, <laughs> sometimes it'll Blood just minister. make it worse. Seriously, so. there it is. <laughs> and also, uh, are we doing the if you get it right, you go first aspect? Whoever is winning will in? always go first. And okay. to start it off, who is the the victor, the remaining? I'm champ, the reigning champ, which means you will go first because times. we need to give Chase all the opportunity in the world. To oh, take the lead, on. you know. Yes. Okay. Everybody wants to I'll see you it. fall. You know. <laughs> I'll All take right. that handicap. All right, and of course, you know, feel free to pitch in as much as you want okay. for us. You know. Yep. <laughs> you want me to have a good time on this show? I though. want you to feel welcome. <laughs> well, you came with um, the blazer. We might as well really exploit it. Yeah. The blazer's not for you. <laughs> the blazer's for me and myself only. It's for Tarjay. Okay, uh, so I've got a pretty good starter off here. It's a big deal, Hunter. And no, also, you think that dude, I'm not I just aware? Wanna, have my game face on for this? I just want to say that I'm going to ask one one phrase, and I'm going to go to Hunter first and then ask for Chase to see if he agrees or wants to change his answer. But when we go into a lightning round, if you guys are tied, it'll change. It's not going to happen, person person, yeah. right? okay. okay, cool. So, Damn. Hunter, <laughs> this is the first line. The prophet who beckons you wades in the dark. So I'm going first, right? Well, you there won't. we go. He just All said. Right. <laughs> okay, just making sure. Glad you uh, are stalling enough. <laughs> so uh, the prophet, me, the prophet. <laughs> so his answer is just um, the uh, metal or magic? Is it metal or is it magic? The prophet who beckons you wades in the darkness? In the dark. In the dark. The prophet who beckons you wades in the dark. This is a good one. Thank you. I'm going to go ahead and say this is magic. I got to disagree. You're going to say Metal Chase? That sounds like a metal song to me. Forrest, what are you, what are you, what are you Yeah, getting? I just want to hear if... <laughs> did you look at it? Did you oh, look I at don't the know card? the difference. It could say anything. Like, I don't listen to metal or play magic. True. This is perfect. This I'm is a try- perfect I'm, game so I'm trying to envision some guy going, the prophet who beckons you. Like, could you hear that in a song? That's what I'm doing. That yeah, have to be? yeah that's, that was actually or the song you I was just playing. Or imagine like playing this super nerdy lore fantastical game and like reading that on the bottom of the card. And you just played the dark prophet. Okay, all right. So <laughs> yeah. the, the, uh, the second person address... Like, do magic cards talk to you? Are they like, hey, guy, like, you're in for some magic shit? You, there's no limits I, on magic I don't, cards, man. My it's guess magic, is, man. My guess is no. Anything you have. I think magic cards are usually probably like, there is a prophet, and he beckons some people. So my guess is this is a metal song where the guy's trying to engage you personally. Well, That's okay. my guess. It's I, One I thing we can metal. all agree on. Is that Hunter is losing? That's right. Oh, so that's thank for sure. You very much. Uh, that's actually a Death Clock song. He comes oh. off to an early lead. Uh, okay. Mermaid or two, the Water God. Mermaid. Or two. <laughs> <laughs> the Water God. 
Excellent. I thought that it sounded more metal, but like I just thought that you were trying to throw a quick one on me, so I was doing the double psychology. There. Exactly. That's yep. kind of the well, idea. I wasn't phased by it, Max. Yeah, so I, I, yeah he, he could see right through it. But <laughs> Yeah. All right, so this next one, which is going to go to Chase first. Because yes. you are in the lead, which it's, means you need to maintain a lead. It's true. Maintain a strong the tables have presence. turned. If this path is chosen, you'll be met with strife, for you'll be seen as an enemy of the sacred. Also second person. Magic card. I'm also going to say a magic card in this. So what, can they both win? They both get points. If they both don't. get points, it's just like a void point, you know, essentially. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because, I'm, you I know, mean, I'm not going to add a point. I know, I'm not But, I mean, when they both miss one. Oh, right. no. They also don't ever get points, but it, it also needs like to be stated that they missed it. Okay. Sounded like yeah. such a magic card. There was no rhyme, you know? So I, I just... It's almost like I consider that. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> when I make these ones. Well, Why would I give you two rhyming lines? <laughs> right? I'm just trying to play the game, Max. <laughs> I'm trying to have You're fun. You're trying, here. that's for sure. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, so far, the score is still 1-0. to zero. That is also there. a death clock. That is also off of Mermaider 2, The Water God. Wow. Damn. Okay. Which, by the way, if you haven't listened to Mermaider 2, The it's Water a gold God, mine. it's a perfect song for such an occasion. <laughs> You All know, right. you're, you're another one with, with phases, mostly just musically, that are hard to keep track of. Me? That's yeah, damn like when straight. I met you, like, the re- you know the reason I love the music I love is because of, like, you and Ricky. And, like, you're welcome. You know, yeah, thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. I've moved but, on, apparently. Yeah, no, you have, yeah. <laughs> the bigger and better boys. Because I don't know what the hell that is. <laughs> oh, man. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so this next one. Still to chase. Still chase. Uh-huh. Uh... Cast from the young, their hallowed screams release the bride of time. <laughs> Golly. Cast Which, by the way, you. when I read this, I was just like, dude, they just took a fucking Mad Lib of ridiculous <laughs> fantasy words yeah. and put them together. Like, what kind of cast time is it? It's like a bride of from time. from the young. You know? I so. gotta hear what, it one more time. What is it? Yeah. Cast from the young, their hallowed screams release... <laughs> The Bride of Time. The Bride of Time. See, I'm envisioning this being on a card, and it's some sort of, like, little, like, incubus kind of thing that's, yeah. like, tries to the eat your is, soul or something. It's so far-fetched. Like, it's such word soup that I can't, <laughs> I can't even think of a card that could coherently, like, what, whatever this thing would have to be describing, I don't know how you could put that in a single, like, picture so I gotta go metal song, man. Can we go metal song? I think uh-huh. this is the ma- the first magic card we've had. Yeah, it's a magic card. I want to hear it one more time. I'm sorry. I'm that kid. <laughs> that kid at the spelling bee who needs to hear. And remember, spe- you have two more after this, origin. so don't feel like you need to just change. Like I don't know. Whatever. Okay. I know. Cast from the young. The hallowed screams release the bride of time. The Their bride hallowed of time. <laughs> this has to be a metal what song. What does that mean? It's <laughs> like. What are you saying? Because yeah, I think it's a metal song. Because because I think. Their hollowed screams and bride of time. Doesn't, is he coming with my? Is he mirroring my answer again? I am. Yeah. What can I say? You don't just jump. Well, on you know, you the opposite. You horse. follow a man with the right answer. That's right. Because yeah. it's also my right. Because that's actually an early man song. Uh-huh. Oh, uh huh. Serpent man again. Breath. Like you see three metal in a row. Well, now, 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 here is really where the meta game. The yes. The mind Breath. games have taken hold. How much are we going to double and triple guess ourselves here? Um, okay. All right. All right. So, so it's so far, two to one, I guess. I mean, yeah, okay, that's fine. The fact is you need a point to catch up. Yeah. 
But there's still two more questions. No, no. I always Plenty liked playing. I'm not out of the woods yet. I always liked playing it to where if we were both wrong, which we were in one instance, that you would get a point. And then in that sense, that's how jokey definitions maybe works. Even the host which win. again, I'm really pissed that that's not happening today. We've uh, we've been retooling that one. Yeah, you'll have to. It's come in back. the works. Yeah. <laughs> trying to make it better because it's like we just realized that it's impossible to just pull out random BS definitions. We kept using the same words. Every, every <laughs> yeah, yeah I think that's how words. I won the last one. Yeah, yeah. The yeah I remember that. <laughs> um, okay, two one. Okay. Are you ready? Okay, so your blood I'll use, your skull I'll keep. Damn, that's a great <laughs> line. That's brutal, dude. It's very brutal. That's thinking past the brutal. Is that a brutal card? Act, like, is that a brutal monster? Or is that a brutal metal song? There's there's an appropriate amount of cheese on this line that is just like <laughs> Chase knows cheese. Uh, I'm, I'm a cheese connoisseur. <laughs> the cheese of the group. I just like to go on record and say statistically there have been no magic cards yet, but. I've also been right on every second person mm. sentence. Yeah. So okay. I, you can just imagine your blood I'll use, your soul I'll keep. Yeah, no, we were saying this is where the meta gets real. Skull. We're going to be double and guess. I will say that I reviewed back to some of my magic, or metal or magic, and I geniusly gave you guys all metal songs once. Yeah. And it threw you guys off. Oh, yeah, lot. totally. It's tough. But I got to go with magic card. I think this one's kitschy enough and it's just, I have a feeling, you know, it's deep inside my, my intuition. So I'm going to use your blood. I'm going to keep your skull, basically. It's Yeah, your blood I'll use. Your skull I'll keep. God, that does sound like a magic card. <laughs> <laughs> so like, could it be the, 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 the subject of the card? Would, this is like something he'd say? Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. It could yeah, be something be like, he would say. Skullkeeper Aragon or something, you know. <laughs> Skullkeeper. Um, Thank you for the Skullkeeper Aragon. Do you know? <laughs> <laughs> it was Skullkeeper Aragon. <laughs> Um, I, this sucks because this is one of those trailing moments again where you're up by one. Uh-huh. He's up by one, and I feel like You'd he have got to it bank right. On the next one, like yeah, cool. I yeah. feel like he got it right, you know. And so, but Let me see. I have a little bit of an obligation to go the other way and not pick the same shit that you're picking. Yeah, you're um, conflicted. I understand. This yeah. is the meta, you know. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say metal song. Can I say metal song? Mm-hmm. That's the Skull Collector, <laughs> a creature card. What's up? So I literally <laughs> said that. I looked, I, even though I don't play Magic, I looked over at it and I was like, oh. oh. my god. <laughs> I can just imagine this asshole with his basket. You know what? <laughs> Damn I have many more here. I'm going to say... I say we do a World Series. That's like originally going in, I thought we were doing a World Series. In What's Metal a World Magic? Series? Because seven that's cards. A seven, right? Okay, that's fine. Yeah. We'll kick it up to seven cards. Chase two obviously I mean the seems chance. pretty no confident. No one wants to go out right now. <laughs> Chase you know? is up yeah. by two. We're locked in, dude. <laughs> Chase is up by two. Fuck. <laughs> I thought you knew your magic cards, dude. Uh, yeah, I, I thought you did too. I literally said Skull Collector. Yeah, Collector you, of I Skulls. Think I, yeah, I think I, I yeah. No. Damn it. <laughs> Okay, uh, this next one. Skulls. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, he, he he collects all the skulls. <laughs> uh, thunderous hooves, like raging storms, will sound across the azure sky. Wow, the azure sky. Azure. That's I'm sorry. Is that, how you say that, it? that is a proper noun right there. Yeah. So if that's a fictitious place, mm-hmm. 
It'd be kind of a weird move for a metal band to just start yeah. making up places. No, it's not. Azure? You listen to Dragon Force? <laughs> Wait, hold on. Azure is blue. Azure is blue. Azure is the color blue. Oh, okay. So I also said the same thing, and I was like, I can't use that because it's going to give away whichever side it's on. And then I looked but up Azure, and I'm like, Azure I'm an blue. idiot. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go and use my lifeline. Okay. I want to hear the name of the song or the title of the card. Me. Uh, Dungeon Master. Well, there it is. Say it again. Maybe. Dungeon Master. <laughs> Say the uh, original thing uh, again. Dungeon Master. <laughs> <laughs> Thunderous hooves, <laughs> like raging storms, will sound across the azure. Azure. Azure? Azure. Azure. It's like azul. Azure. Bless you. Azure sky. Okay, here's something to consider. None of that has anything to do with anything a dungeon master would ever do. Well, here's what I'm thinking, right? Like, I was already uh, in the mind of metal because I think thunderous hooves. hooves, Like, it's very, uh, it's uh, the horse imagery. There's Viking metal, and then dungeon master is such a tried and true term. Outside of mm-hmm. the metal or magic fantasy realm, it's in another fantasy realm of its own. I don't think mm-hmm. there's gonna be a lot of cross pollinization. Is that it? Yeah. All right. Sure. So I'm gonna go metal song. You actually didn't know which way you were leaning until you you finished that sentence. Well, you know, <laughs> I keep them on a leash. I'm obligated. I'm. I'm at this point. I'm literally obligated to go the other way. Wait, are right? you gonna, wait, no, no, hold on. What? This is question five, and then we have seven, which means you have two more after this. I'm down by two, right? Mm-hmm. So you, if you it's lose, called you Dungeon lose. Master, <laughs> yeah. and it says thunderous hooves <laughs> in it. I mean, <laughs> it's not it's easy being in the second seat, it. man. I I, I know. I almost feel bad because I want to put you in first because I feel like you're looking into Chase's answer a lot more than you are in the question. God, man. You could ask the audience. Yeah, phone in, please. I'm gonna phone into Forest here. <laughs> Wait, have you already seen it though? Well, right? I mean, I, I, I literally can't. I've been freely giving my opinion the whole time. I yeah, we not know that what it matters. Thinks. I think that's a lyric. I, I'm just I'm envisioning the Dungeon Master card that I don't know if it exists or not, and it's the dude's not talking about the sky. That's all I have to say about it. Hmm. Well, we're gonna need your answer here, Hunter. Yeah, we're on a time constraint. Okay. This I'm man gonna, has to sell CDs. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm it's gonna, 9.39. It's still 9.39. <laughs> I'm going to ride the lightning, and I'm going to say it's also a metal song. Nice metal song reference within your answer. I like it. Uh, that's actually Visigroth. Oh. The metal band, oh. you are both. Yeah, Woo. correct. All right. <laughs> I'm setting the example, dude. Okay. All right, all right. How do, how do my coattails feel? <laughs> right, for real. See, like... I kind of want to go first, though. Do you want to go first? I'll give you the... I do. How do about the guy first? who's in second always has the option to steal it away? Okay. First. That's fair. Because I, like, I feel like once. I'm at a disadvantage, like, just fall, consistently yeah, trailing him second guess and giving him no metagame. He yeah. just gets the first the gut reaction. I mean, if you want the handicap, man. <laughs> no. That's what you're taking. <laughs> you're Is that what you want? Okay, you ready? Is it to me? Do you, want it? Do you want it? I first? want to hear the official arbiter's rules. Yeah, you're the ref, dude. You have the opportunity to steal the first play. I want it. Her voice is damnation, unyielding and certain. Her voice Short is and sweet, man. damnation, yielding, unyielding, unyielding, and 
Uncertain. And certain. Okay, I was, certain and unyielding. I was thinking maybe certain and... Uh, <laughs> certain and yielding or unyielding <laughs> yeah, and uncertain. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever heard a metal song that's, like, dedicated to a, a woman, unless she's, like, the <laughs> goddess of, like, some bullshit or other, you know? <laughs> I feel like there's, yeah, plenty of, yeah, goddesses. We don't like yeah. women. Yeah, well, no, I mean, usually they're just, like, ranting about, like, electricity or hell or something. Electricity? <laughs> electricity. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, like, to again? <laughs> ACDC. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. <laughs> but, this but, outlet shocked me. No, I mean, no, that could be an ACDC song, but you gotta like tie in a sexual like, like I put it in the outlet. Got shocked. Like, got shocked. <laughs> Time to shock. <laughs> That's an ACDC song right there. Uh, I, I'm thinking that this card they're talking about some goddess card, and she, she's like, what, what was it again? I just want to hear it her, one more time. Well, her voice is I damnation. Yeah, she's like her name. Banshee or some shit, probably like you know. It could be really this is the Banshee card. Yeah, I'll. I'll what, what is it, What's it gonna be? <laughs> I want to hear it one more time before I make my final decision. Her voice is damnation, unyielding and certain. And this is what I'm gonna do for you right now, <laughs> because Chase is over here. He's a smart guy. Oh, but thank you. You're a smart man. What if you both pick the same smart answer? The next one is void. That's not cool. If you get this right. Dude. I will give you a point. <laughs> Taste doesn't like this. And we'll go on to the next round. It's a it's a ma- it's a magic card. Chase, what do you say? I also say magic card. <laughs> it's a magic card. Yeah. <laughs> it is not the Banshee. <laughs> Which but is instead, close, uh the graveborn muse. <laughs> Hunter's quiet because he doesn't know how this shakes out for his. Yeah, this is this is weird. Yeah, I'm I'm in officially we're in a gray area right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I understand. So you're, uh, Chase is one up as right the now. arbiter. Two here, up. Um, I think you're just fucked. I'm gonna make point, this yeah. this next one worth two points. Okay, this is ridiculous. <laughs> hey, this every is the reigning champ, and you're giving him all of this leeway. Every He's not looking win, super great right now. Okay. <laughs> He got dethroned on Nidhogg. Yeah, he's, now he's, got, coming he's up had a here. long couple of nights. Troubled day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. Do I get the first answer back now? or You know what? You can have the first answer back. Yeah. Take it. Okay, but All right, big guy. Bro? Step up to the mic, dude. You going to take it? <laughs> like you that? ready? Yeah. Yeah, I'm ready. He bows to no man, no pig, no book of myths. Tolerates no decision. Wow. That's good. <laughs> I hope that is one day said about me in my eulogy. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like, gravestone, I, I will, dude. I will it. insist it is written on your gravestone. If I can go that far and. Hoping that you die before me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to go metal song. Metal song? Yep. Want to hear it one more time? And Hunter, you still have your lifeline. Yeah, let's do lifeline now since he's already put his answer in. Okay. Uh, hold on. I lost the list. Yeah, I can't remember anything. We're live. Live. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Are you going to say metal song? Yeah. Uh, gonna, what are you doing? I want a lifeline. I want to hear. Um, since he's already answered, he's put his in the bucket. Mm-hmm. I want to hear either since the we're song giving every chance that you possibly get. No, this is called get. strategy. Yeah, you getting double you wait points. Wait until you're done because you took it back. You had to go first. I want to hear it. Uh, no servant. 
No, sir. It's a metal song. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah, right. There's no card called it No. Is it is metal, too? Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Sorry, you, you well, lose is what the, that means. <laughs> yeah. We've also added a lightning round just now. What is the deal? <laughs> uh, like what the past two rounds have been like lightning rounds. We went from five to seven questions. For about 95% of the entire no, game. No, this is crazy. This next one is a cry of pain as it enters this world. But a chorus of screams as it leaves. It's a fucking metal song. That's dude. a magic card. Well, you're very conflicted, Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> is it for everything? That's bullshit. This is for everything. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> I won this game. Thank you very much. But anything past this, yes, we can have fun with. Knowledge that is definitely <laughs> slanted to help me. Okay, this is just to not look so bad as you got slaughtered in Metal or Magic. Slaughtered. Wow. <laughs> By two points. Um, so give it to me again. A cry of pain as it enters this world, but a chorus of screams as it leaves. Uh, and you, what did you say? I'm sorry. Don't it's worry about a it. A cry of pain as it enters this world, a chorus of screams as it leaves. That's what you just said. But not but. I said <laughs> I said, like, he entered the I'm world. I'm going to say. But he left this way. It's, <laughs> it's just that and that. I'm going to say it's a magic card. He's yeah, just well. doubling up on me yet again. Yeah, I guess it doesn't matter. So what that is, is the havoc demon of a metal, or I'm sorry, a magic card. Yeah, all right. Dude, I think I Chase was right is unbeatable. so I don't much know of the time. I'm the second half. What did I say it was? He said it was know. a metal song. <laughs> I had yeah, a rough start. I told y'all I wouldn't be good at this. <laughs> I had a rough start. I have been dethroned, though. Good game. Good game. Good, sir. So does good that game, mean yeah. the, uh, when the helmet gets here, it goes to my possession first? Yeah, you asshole. I didn't really have a, a chance. It's that he reigns for two whole Yeah, games. I reign, quote unquote, <laughs> with no prize possession to show for. Well, look, Hunter, we gave you every opportunity <laughs> to win this <laughs> I tried so hard to maintain that reign near the end. Yeah, so I know. A helmet that's some sort of trophy. Yeah, yeah, so dude. one of our fans named Tanner who makes cosplay literally made a Metal or Magic helmet that has like horns on it. Yeah, so when a, I joined the show, lot, there was a lot of information to absorb in that sentence. Yes. Uh, <laughs> when you've got fans. fans. <laughs> yeah. Already, just hold on. Let me analyze this for a second. And then the rest of it. <laughs> It's legit. Go look up like on our on our Facebook page and shit. Like we posted these pictures of like a horned, like a longhorn, like satanic. Like, it's just awesome. It's just super dope. And like I'm we were hoping to get to crown it, but it didn't get to We've us. We've got a ther- theoretical crown this time. Yeah, right now it's a it is an entire hypothetical crown. Yes. So. Alright. And it feels great on my head right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the weight feels magnificent. I'm sure. All right. Well, it's time for mail. This is Dunter's mail corner. It's it. Dunter's mail corner now. <laughs> now we're gonna keep things classy because you're here for us. We want Thank things you. to be running in the same vein as season three. That means the classy season. Exactly. <laughs> what the classiest, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> That means we're coming with one solid question from the showrunner themselves, Dunter Horset. Have you heard of Dunter? Do you know about Dunter's presence? No. Uh, I feel like it really has been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. (laughs) (laughs) Since I said Dunter. (laughs) Mailed into the show. So yeah, we had this uh, we had this random guy that made an alter ego named Dunter Horset because 
He made a joke about my months name being Dunter Horset in the episode before. So, so it's not you? It's not me. That's what he claims. That's what he says. You We're never know. Sure. Wait, you don't know who it's from? We don't know. We don't know who it's from. I yeah. don't buy Nine that. Nine times. Bullshit. We have, we have our speculations. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we have our speculations. Plenty of speculations. We have our prospects, but okay. no deciding factor. In fact, I'm now thinking about it. Why would we want to know? You know, it makes it fun. It might be you, Forrest. Well, now I'm certainly going to go home and make a new Gmail called LizardLad36. LizardLad? Well, you just told us the name, so. <laughs> it's something like LizardLad. Yeah, okay. LizardLad-esque. He's you. like, they'll never know. Iguana guy, you know? Iguana guy sounds <laughs> awesome. So, I'm going to ask you some weird shit. Good. What no, you, we, we need it. That's what we want. We need we some want weird in the show, In man. fact, if everybody that emails into the show has an alias, don't care. What is <laughs> just Dun- send it in. Don't send care. in whatever What does Dunter have to say? Yeah, let's hear it. Dunter's question says, I'm going to keep this one short and sweet so here we go what is something you would never do again till next time you weenus wankers dunter i always win in the limpness category <laughs> or set he's talking about lenny's cookies uh yeah oh, i gotcha because you think that limpness is all that matters max I do. pretty important when you held a giant cookie at lenny's and then you held it Horizontally, as much as it limped, meant it was a soft enough <laughs> the best cookie, cookie for you to invest in. <laughs> it's like the opposite of yeah. We're just okay. Um, thing you would never, never do again. try again, man. So that means by default that it has to be something that we've done. Yes, that is definitely a qualifier. Right. Not something you would never do. Uh-huh. It's just something you would never do again. Okay, uh, mine is obviously. Trying a uh, raw ghost pepper at my old job. Oh, oh. fuck, man! I watched my As friend eat a goat, eat a ghost pepper burger. He had to sign a waiver before he did it. Yeah, dude, I'm legitimately kind of afraid of peppers now. <laughs> like, I used to think that pranking people with super hot stuff—that's like funny, funny, you know, yeah. or even <laughs> like, or like, give me the hottest thing there is. I'll yeah, it. it's it up to the top notch. I'm so tough. I can. I've like it. read articles now of people who like do that kind of shit, and then they're on like breathing tubes in the hospital. Their intestines are yeah, like yeah. it's you literally leg- burning your inside. You can legitimately. <laughs> Like scar your body. That part of that plant is designed so that like animals will die when it tries <laughs> yeah, to eat it. And we're just like, yeah, that's enjoyable. a great flavor. <laughs> <laughs> Add it to my fucking shit. I ate a fucking raw ghost pepper at work, and it was like during work hours, so I thought it'd be funny. Where do you work? I worked at Hubble at Hudson at the time as like a, a, a sandwich lad behind the bar. And it was me lab. and this other Much guy. Much like the lizard lad. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, it was just me and the CB on the bar, and we just ate them both. And uh, at first. You know, you're just like, huh, it's pretty hot. Yeah. But then, like, it comes the, in quick. It man. actually comes, like, from out in, mm-hmm. like, your lips. And you kind of feel a tingling on your, on your hands. Yeah. You're like, ooh, did I touch something weird? <laughs> and then you're like, man, my lips kind of feel weird. And it feels like something is crawling into your mouth and into the back of your throat with heat. That sounds like and a I, magic card quote. Yeah, <laughs> that's magic. <laughs> and I just immediately started, like, like, essentially just, like, drooling. Yeah. And tearing and ran to the wall with had like a bunch of chocolate milks on it. I swear to God, I killed like three quarts back to That's back. That's happened of to me, milk. dude. I got Just fed. I got fed like them. a pepper reduction that was super spicy, and like one of the sous chefs was fucking with me, and he gave it to me, and I seriously think I drank like a gallon of milk in thirty minutes. Like, <laughs> just rocking that thing. stuff. When you, you prank somebody, <laughs> yeah. When you prank somebody with a ghost pepper, like and you get them to eat a pepper, that's kind of funny because you got them to eat a pepper somehow. Yeah. Right. Like you covered you, it in chocolate. That's hilarious. There is a barrier to entry. That's you funny. That's it. a funny thing. You cut it up and you put it in something, right? 
There was a kid at our work that got the the capsaicin like juice, yes. which was just clear was water extract. liquid. Yeah. And all he did was so just put like, in your shit and fuck your day. So that's ninja. <laughs> yeah, that's just ninja shit. Yeah. Uh, so for us, besides ever coming on this podcast, what is something that you would never do again? Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> he wasn't putting it on himself. Yeah, there it is. Uh, yeah, video watchers will appreciate it. Please make it happen. I will not be installing outlet electrical outlet covers ever again myself. That's such I, a random answer. I, I electrocuted myself pretty bad the other day. It, it was one of those things where, like, it didn't, like, hurt. I just felt that, like, if it had, if I'd been, I mean, I'm not stupid. I wasn't, like, reaching my hand in there. Right. So the, the issue was, I don't know if you've ever tried to, like, install a cover for one of these. Well, let me tell you something dumber. I did something called the Tough Mudder, where they <laughs> purposefully electrocute you, and I will never do one ever again. In fact, that might be part of my answer, because being electrocuted is one of the worst feelings of all time. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm interested to hear how, like, for me, when I got touched by these wires, it's like every muscle in your body yeah. seizes, because... There's current going through. Yeah, I only felt it up through my arm and chest. Like it, 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 I, it was one of those things where like I just brushed it, but I could yeah. tell like man, if I had grabbed that and not been able to let go, I'd be dead. Right. And my contractor was like, I told you, don't do that. And yeah. I was like, well, <laughs> you should have covered the outlets, bro. Yeah. Uh, Watch out for the super dangerous shit. You're yeah, good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, but anyway, yeah, that's that's basically my answer. Like I'm not gonna do that again. So I learned. I don't know. I guess I have, like, two different, like, stratospheres that I think of things that I wouldn't do again. Because, like, I'm in Austin, right? Uh-huh. And I've been towed five times in Austin. <laughs> I'd never parked my car It's over $1,000 worth yeah. of towing charges, by the way. And How much? $1,000. It's, like, $200 to get your car back from the thieves that stole it. <laughs> um, so, so I'm never, like, last night was evidence because we were having trouble finding parking at the, the, beer, the bar we went to last night. Like, yeah. I'm just never going to go to a place in Austin where it doesn't have clearly that there's no signs there or that, like, I am following the rules that they have laid out. Then you need to move. <laughs> yeah, well, no, I'm not in Austin anymore. Oh, yeah, it's sorry. great. Okay, it's yeah. wonderful. <laughs> Houston has parking. Like, it's Houston great. really does accommodate parking a lot more than Austin I does. I think traffic in Houston is worse, but Austin parking is the worst. It's so much worse because we use up so much more of that space for parking lots. and like. Stuff <laughs> well, yeah, Houston's spaces. got that like urban sprawl kind of thing yeah. going on, you know. But, I mean, that aside, I also am like extremely paranoid every time that I leave my backpack or my computer in my car now because like like today or yesterday you know i basically every time i come up to austin you know, like i'm doing music stuff maybe i'm doing podcast stuff i basically just t pack up all of my valuables in my whole house and put it in my car and come up to austin and do all my shit and so it's like i basically just want to make sure that if i'm ever leaving my car now because i've had all my stuff stolen in the past that i'm not just leaving it out you know, namby-pamby for anybody to be able to take. You shouldn't leave it in there get, at all. I know, yeah, but, like, sometimes... That keyboard is... You gotta pee really man. bad. No, I don't think it's... I think the keyboard is the least likely to get Dude, stolen. Dude, if you have a keyboard in your back seat, though, they know that this guy's carting stuff This around. guy's got valuables. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Because it's not like they want the keyboard. They want all those small, little... The keyboard's just stuff. an identifier. It's a big... So, big... So the you will never again leave your shit in your car. That's I, I don't that's I don't the, hear those words coming out of your I mouth. I will never again. <laughs> that's what it leave should. my shit in my car at least without being super paranoid and checking up on it every five minutes. There mm -hmm. you go. So with me in particular, I'm very when I go to a, to a new bar or restaurant, I really tune in to the service there and the 
the welcoming nature of where like I'm the at. atmosphere. Exactly. You know, like if I'm in your establishment to give your business money, <laughs> make that easier for me. You know, make yeah. me want to keep back and giving you money. Service. So I'm going to go a little different route. I had a few that I was floating around. Like one, thinking about work, mm-hmm. I don't ever want to use a meat slicer again. Oh, my God. Because I cut my no. finger in a meat slicer, and that was miserable. You probably won't Nothing have. has ever made yeah. me feel more minuscule in society than cutting <laughs> your hands on a spinning blade and knowing that I would be obliterated by this. Yeah. <laughs> then there's also the electricity thing. I'm never doing a Tough Mudder again <laughs> because that was a miserable experience getting shocked. Yeah. But I'm going to go, I'm going to do a little something different mm. to round us out. Kay. I'm never going to go drink coffee at Radio City Coffee ever again. <laughs> <laughs> this is a call out. Super specific. Like yeah. uh, I don't know where Radio City is. Right but uh, well, no what problem. happened? <laughs> and if Radio City wants to contact us and try to smooth it out, go for it. Yeah, it's fine. Up. La Madeline owes me an apology right Bring now. So That makes sense. First of all, yeah, this place, expected. when you're outside, too loud. You cannot have a fucking conversation. Ridiculous. Here. Like, it it's absurd. Like I would be sitting across, I'm at a coffee shop and I'm sitting across from the person I'm with and I'm like having to lean in. What? This what is did Austin? You say? Yes. In Austin. It's really close to my house. Drinking then, coffee. It's, yeah. it's miserable. Totally, <laughs> totally ruins the experience. Well, why is it right? so loud? Just literally speakers turned up way too loud. Can't talk. Right. The real kicker is they're playing all their music from a record player. I'm like, that's cool. Like, I like records. Like, vinyl's kind of interesting. That's okay. stupid. And in a st- at, like, a public place, that's stupid. Look, it's a shtick, all right? And it's a shtick I can get behind, <laughs> all right? So I walk up there, and I'm ordering coffee, and the guy's taking my order, and I'm looking at their records that they have, and I see Static Age by the Misfits. Okay. And I'm like, dude. I was like, this is a random question, but, like, do you guys sell those records? Like, I will buy that record from you right here, right now. You know, like, name your price. Like, I'm ready to negotiate how much you want with that record. I want that record. And this dude, and if anything, it was just to start a conversation while I'm at the register about the misfits or about just music in general, being a friendly guy. Mm -hmm. And this dude's just like, no. No, it's that course is not for sale. And I'm like, uh, yeah, I mean, I get that. Like, I just love that record or whatever. Like, have you ever, in anything I gave this dude, it was like I was a fucking monster with four arms. This guy was, would rather die than talk to me. I felt, I felt like an idiot just for even opening my mouth to this person. And I was like, I, I turned around with Darian. I was like, I'm never coming back here. I was like, screw this. Like, I can't, but like, how unwelcoming do you have to be? You know? Never going back to that coffee place. So. Somebody holds bridges. <laughs> when it comes to businesses, though, I do, I do like. It's like there's so many places competing for my dollar in Austin that I'm looking for a reason not to go to your place. Yeah, or know? anywhere anymore. Yeah, I mean, sure. yeah, I, I've never done this before in my life, but the other day at La Madeline, I had to like go talk to a manager. Like mm-hmm. I, li- like they literally made my order incorrectly twice. I yeah. like, I was like, hey, sorry, you guys put the wrong thing in my sandwich, and they're like, oh, okay, we'll fix it, and then like it came back. And it was the same. And I was like, okay, holy shit. Like, yeah. And then they gave me a salad. <laughs> so, yeah, I just was like, I'll take a refund. And she tried to tell me that maybe every time I'd been there, they just made it wrong and that this time they were making Ugh. it right. And I was like, no, because the turkey provolone doesn't have pesto on it. Right. I know that because right. I love that sandwich and I come here all the time. I'm looking at your menu right yeah. obviously. And she was like, eventually she was like, okay, so here's what happens. I'm kind of new. And I was like, that's there all you it is. say. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> well, I mean, that's definitely my answer. Yeah. But okay, that's all the mail that we have. All right. It's time to round out this episode, which it saddens me to say, because Forrest, I wish you could be here forever. <laughs> I'll be it's back. Gotta, it's got to come to a close. Forever and always. Which means we got to put. We'll be okay with that. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. 
One, one more time? We'll be all right. All right. <laughs> we'll make it. But thank you. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> we got to put numbers on these beers. Uh, Hunter, how do you feel about this one, man? How do you feel at the end of, a, of the old-fashioned witty banter form actually having more than one to, to taste? It's on? really good, man. It, I'm, I, feel, I, mean, I feel a little loosey-goosey, of course. We've had our fair share, basically on empty stomachs. Yeah. Not even basically. <laughs> Absolutely. A hundred percent on empty stomachs. And, uh, but no, it's like, it's, you know, it has a lot of like characteristics of just like your typical amber, but it's also sessionable and like probably not as spicy and as, um, hellbent on trying to bring out a whole bunch of different kinds of, uh, flavors that maybe like your typical amber lager might have, uh, or yeah, amber lager. And so... I like it. It's creamy and smooth. It's sessionable, and um, I enjoy it. Like I think I like this more than a lot of the other Oktoberfests that we had in our right. Oktoberfest like sesh. Um, for what it is, <laughs> I'm gonna give it an eight. Damn, damn! This is like one of my one of the better minus stuff, man. One of the better. That's literally a B minus at my school, so that no. actually makes sense. That's the the definition of a B. That's you can't a get a B minus. Yeah. yeah, there's nothing to argue. If I get an eighty know, on a test, if I get I eighty in a class, I have a B minus in the class. Yeah, God. But Professor I feel like a, like a, if I give something an eight. I feel like that was better than if I yeah. say you get a B minus. The the score the of beers is, is different than the academic level. Yeah. There's I like mean, 20 points of being good in academic level, but you can like the top half is a good top half. To yeah, be it's in a, yeah. We get above make, a five. Right. You better respect our top half. I'm enjoying something. To a certain degree, if you like beer, you're I, hopefully never gonna rate anything below like a six. You know, like that's kind of where we're where we sit on. You, you know, know if we if we really don't like one, we dip below the six. Yeah, you know? but it's like you know six. beer like. I feel like with with beer, it's like all right. The first fifty percent is just making it beer, yeah. and if you fuck <laughs> yeah. that up somehow, then okay, yeah. we can we get down a couple to three. Of those. But they're not going to sell you anything that's below a fifty. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And especially the stuff that's even stocked at a specialty beer store. You know, they're there to curate the best. Yeah, but yeah, relative to other Oktoberfests, I like this one. It's it's very good. It's like exactly what I want in an Oktoberfest. So yeah, I have to agree with you that I think that like this Oktoberfest beer is really good just compared to the other Oktoberfest. Best beers mm-hmm. that we had, which weren't like bad beers, but I like this one a lot. I think that bless you, thank you, sir. Wow, Wait. he's waiting for that the whole time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I'm so happy to have you. Bless you. <laughs> that was marvelous. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, anyway, uh, we have a way that we do the show. <laughs> yeah, you don't know these things. Now, um, <laughs> the beer is, yeah, it's super drinkable. It doesn't sacrifice any of its character when you drink it. I mean, it's like, I mean, he, I wouldn't say anything else that he didn't already say, but I like it too. I'm going to hit it also with a stern eight. Nice. Force? Just because I feel like I've got something to prove. I love this beer. Clearly, certain, yeah, perfect certain beer. members of the crew. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, this was really good. Drinkable is the word that has been used by pretty much everybody, and that's just a good way to describe it. Yep. It goes down easy. Um, it's I don't feel sick or like like gross, you know, for having. Oh, I only had two because I. Yeah. I, was, I have. But you, you don't know, feel weighed down. I have somewhere to be. Other uh, things yeah, I gotta get. Yeah. To. I'm just trying to squeeze this in. When like I can. beers, yeah, if you yeah, have yeah. two of them, then you're yeah. feeling <laughs> hefty. You know. This one goes down easy, and it, it was it was just. Good tasting, and uh, I like them. I like a malty beer, um, and it's weird to me when one is both malty and like thin. 
Yeah. To me, that mm-hmm. the, that should just mean thick and like frothy. Right. Yeah. Frothy. I think it's almost characteristic of an Oktoberfest beer. At least in my very malty, but very malty, drinkable. but also very drinkable. Because okay. I assume maltiness, and I assume not drinkable. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> sometimes to me that implies right. like a kind of bitterness, like yeah. like almost to the level of like an IPA or something. Well, I mean, a lot of if you have a big sugar base in your beer, you need that bitterness to counteract it and give it that backbone. But okay. here, it's like the taste of the sugar is there, but it's not super strong, so they don't have to. Blast it with the with the bitterness sure. as well, you know. So final number, uh, I love this one, but I want to, you know, I want to leave room for more. So I'm gonna go eight point five. Wow. Okay. Wow. Do a little bit better than us. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. You know. Um, I was here first. <laughs> Ooh. I think actually, oh, I, don't, I actually don't know. Was he, <laughs> he was guesting before you. Were. Oh, okay. If we're gonna was be he like, uh, yeah, recurring was... guesting before me? <laughs> yeah. Anything else you want to bring up? <laughs> 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 Chase? Look. Yeah, let's go to Chase. Um, I haven't really sat with this beer and tried to figure out the notes and the flavors and that kind of thing because I have been focusing on just drinking it because this was honestly a time for us to stretch our witty banner wings. Yeah, let's get after it. And do it old school style. You know? So what I have to say about it speaks more to that aspect in that drinking it has been very easy and enjoyable to do, mm-hmm. and it's really been the aftertaste of the beer that sat with me more than the actual flavor of it because I'm I'm more in between sips than I am, like, sipping it and tasting it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And the aftertaste is fantastic. It's got that sugary sweetness that is not overpowering whatsoever, but it does kind of taste candy bar-ish, like a nougat almost. You mm-hmm. know, it's, mm-hmm. it's super – it's not that – you need to like sweet stuff to like this. It's that I think everybody can like this. Mm. Therefore, if you have it, like you're probably going to enjoy it, you know, and that drinkability is exactly what Oktoberfest is going for. It's made for a great fucking podcast. So I'm going to bump up with Forrest as well and do an 8.5. Mm, okay. Bump of shoulders. There it is. Mm. We'll dig it. Um, Forrest, dude. Thank you so much for, for coming on here. Thank you so Absolutely. much for the opportunity to record at the Recording yeah, Conservatory been, of Austin. Yeah, this is dope. Absolutely. Yep. And if you're listening to this now, maybe you're even watching it on video, thank you so much for giving us the opportunity to do this on video also. Um, it's been a total blast. But it's time to wrap it up. Witty Banter is on iTunes. If you search iTunes, you can hit subscribe. All of our episodes will show up in your download queue for free. We're on Stitcher. We're on Google Play. If we're not somewhere that you listen to, just let us know, and we'll get there as soon as we can. But you can always find our episodes at wittybantershow.com. Max is at probably Max on Twitter. Forrest, do you use Twitter? I do, but not so much lately. I think yeah. I'm just at Forrest Collada. What do you want to plug? You got like a website? Uh, yeah, like I mean, honestly, like, like I'd, I'll go with plugging Stinson Studios. If you're, if you're in a band and you want to record some like quality sounding stuff, uh, you can find us on Facebook or we're pretty high in the Google search engine for nice. Austin Recording Studios. Stinson Studios, hit me up. Search it up. Very cool. I'm at Bodacious Chase on Twitter. That's the end of our episode. That has been episode number 89. We will see you next time. It's been great. Thank you, everyone. <laughs>